welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 241. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. This is a Tudor episode where we try to teach you something new. What's our topic today, Sean? Before we get into the topic, you got to prime the environment. Go over how was your weekend? No, I thought we stopped doing that because these are just educational, not let's chat. But people want the chat before the education. Nobody tells us anything, so I don't, I can't uh, tell you if that's true or false. All right. Fast forward to the next five minutes if you're not interested in hearing how your weekend's going. Okay. How's your weekend going? Uh, good. Sean was gone most of the day, days. Mm-hmm. So I tried to do some work and our computer is dying. So, um, didn't get as much podcast posting videos as podcast videos posted as I wanted to. Yeah, computer's taking a poop. Mm-hmm. So we gotta get a new one. Yeah, we've wanted to get a new one anyways. Um, it's just a little more urgent than I anticipated. Yeah. Cool. How's your weekend? Uh, weekend was good. So. Saturday, mm-hmm. got up, worked out. Yeah. And I drove up to River Falls to watch uh, jujitsu. The the team Club Thirty Seven uh, and Rebel were had a jujitsu competition, so went and watched that. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, How many like competitors would you say were there? A lot. Oh. Okay. There's there were six mats, mm-hmm. six mats, and I would say from like eight thirty until five, there was pretty much always at least two people on the mats. Oh wow! Every you know three, four, five minutes, mm-hmm. hundreds, hundreds for sure. I just wasn't sure since you said there was like no bleachers or anywhere to sit. Just a lot of standing. Yeah, weird. Yeah. But it, so it makes sense how it is because it it kind of makes sense in the realm of like you really just bounce from like square to square to square to watch whoever's competing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Catlin does nothing but just run hot laps the whole time from like person, you know, yeah. person on his team competing. Um, so that was pretty fun to watch. Hustling, dude. Yeah. Looked exhausting. I bet. Um, but it's cool that there's a lot of, because uh, they're like sisters with Rebel. Mm-hmm. Out of the cities. And that's nice because Rebel had a couple coaches there too. Oh, nice. And so that way, like, if they had a couple guys going and they needed Callan's help, he could help. If Callan had two people going at the same time, they would hop in and help out. One time they had all three of them were going, plus another teammate was up. And so um, Steve came over to help with that. Thankfully, the other opponent was didn't show up until the other match finished and Callan had time to to run over oh wow yeah but it's steve steve was yelling at him half the time anyways which was awesome because uh 
ended up getting the tap to win the uh, oh, nice. win his division. That's cool. Yeah. So stud Ed, what a mm. stud. Um, but no, so it was a lot of fun. So we did that on Saturday, and I came home. Mm-hmm. And what were we doing? I got home, ate food and watched TV. Sounds right. Oh, it was great. Ate we went shopping. F- oh, we went shopping, then ate food, mm-hmm. watched TV. Mm-hmm. Glorious. And then, oh, sorry. Like today, we got up, rocked out some meal prep, mm-hmm. and then uh, went to. I went to Hudson, and uh, there was a seminar, a jujitsu seminar. Um, and that was four hours, but it ended up rolling about an hour late. Yeah. So it was about right around a five-hour seminar, which was fun. It's a lot of fun. L- learned a lot of like, just learned so much good shit. That's good. And they didn't, they didn't just bounce from shit. Mm-hmm. Everything they did, they taught with a like a reason and a point that all flowed together Mm -hmm. you know 20 seconds 20 seconds uh so that was great that was a lot of fun i was happy to do that Mm -hmm. then came home ate dinner Mm -hmm. and now we're podcasting yeah yeah checked out a project manager program yeah Mm monday.com mondays mondays Mm -hmm. okay cool time Look at that. Five minutes. Nice job. All righty. And we're back into... The tutor. The tutor portion, which is discussing... Oh. Huh. Yeah. Now I remember. I couldn't remember what it was. The importance Mm -hmm. of the people around you. Yes. Uh, I really... It's just such an interesting topic because like... uh, Cody Sanchez, I see her in a clip all the time talking about like how if you what if you surround yourself by like people that are doing better than you, then like you will do better, like just naturally. Yeah. And if like like at a workplace specifically, like I think you do like seventy five percent better or something. Not only at a work, dude. That's so true for a gym too. Mm-hmm. So true in the gym. And then obviously, if you surround yourself. Or if you're surrounded, so if you're, like, at work and you just are around people that don't get as much work done or aren't as productive, um, then you will also be just, from having that around you, you will be. 100%. Mm. And it's really interesting because uh, I was telling Sean on the phone, this weekend was uh, Rogue Invitational? Rogue, yeah. Rogue Invitational. Yep. So, uh, like, a little crossfit comp and uh it was really interesting because they it's only it was only 20 females and 20 males um but they still had to have heats for a lot of the things so it'd either be two heats of 10 or sometimes it was four heats of five or yeah four heats of five and it was just so interesting because if one person was doing really really well then, like, the rest of the – or, like, three-quarters of the heat did really, really well. But if there was, like, not that one person that was pushing really, really hard, then the whole heat didn't push as hard. Right. 
But, I mean, it makes sense for, like, CrossFit because a lot of their things are timed. So it's got to be so hard to gauge how fast you're going when you don't have a comparison. Right. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Or when you have less people to compare yourself to. Right. Because um, I, I, uh, one of the girls, uh, she is bouncing back from um, having a baby uh, five or six months ago. Um, and one of the the events, I think, um, the, the top five got to buy the first round. So their first time doing it was the second round. Um, and I think she might have, I don't know, she must not have gotten first in her heat. I don't know. Um, but her time was so, so much slower than everybody else that it was their second time around mm. because they already had one, one go through. So they knew how to go faster. Right. And right. So like the commentators even say like having that first round by does actually really hurt Oof. the top five people. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to it. I forgot how how she was, like, in her heat. Um, but I mean, she must have gotten second in her heat because I think. Laura. Yeah, I don't remember who made it past their heat. Or past Interesting. Their heat. But, yeah. So it was really, it was, it was just so, it's so funny when you talk about surrounding yourself because even in physical fitness, like, if you're surrounded by people that are like pushing harder and doing more like you will naturally want to try and do more and push harder 100 mm. percent. that's the reason why sean and i were struggling like at the gym so much was because it was a whole bunch of little fuck boys yeah you can go back and listen to the episode if you want i don't know what number it was um fuck boys versus meatheads um but it, it was it was so hard for us to push ourselves because it was all these dudes there who weren't pushing themselves at all. They were the, just there to talk and hang out and or do things that weren't real. Right. Um, so it was really hard for us to go. But lately, actually, it's been some bigger, bigger kids going again. Not big, big, but they push. Right. So how does this relate in business, Sean? It relates in business big because, you know, a couple reasons. But number one, about like, about the size, about the size you can be mm -hmm. or, you know, where you can go with it. Um, I would say really big in like the construction world. A lot of guys I know are just self-employed. Mm -hmm. And and I would say that a couple of the guys that are self-employed, I'm actually like a lot better friends with, you know. Um, but some of the guys that have bigger companies, you, those are the type of people you, you in theory want to spend more time with to get the same mindset, uh, to do the same thing with yours. Mm. So if all I ever see is, you know, my close group of friends, they all just work for themselves, right? Right. I'm going to more than likely just, you know, work for myself. Mm -hmm. But on contrary, if all of my friends have businesses with 10, 20, 30 employees, the likelihood of me having a business with employees 
goes up drastically. Yeah. Right? Because I can see them doing it. Um, so I can see them doing it, which is doers doing and doing shit that you want, right? The second thing is you can go to them for advice, some guidance, some mentorship. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a couple reasons to being around those people. And one is the proximity to see them doing it, which will then elevate you. And the second is you can ask for guidance and help. And if you're friends, typically they'll help you. Yeah. Now you can't waste all your time trying to get their help or, you know, you can't waste a lot of their time and stuff, but you know, a little bit, they'll, Mm -hmm. they'll definitely help. Well, and you can be strategic with it too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and especially like do a lot of people, uh, um, a lot of scenarios like that is just give uh, you helping you trying to help first, and then like getting the reciprocal mm. um, effect. So like if they, you know, if a friend or someone above you uh, wants to chat, or like or say yeah, say like uh, someone above you, whatever you're in a social environment, and and you guys start chatting, right? Maybe you don't really have anything to offer them, uh, but maybe you just let them talk about what they go have going on and praise them for what you know they're doing like right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And uh, and and then as you're praising them and going through those things, this is part of active listening that that that's important. Is as you're having a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. Listen for keywords. Like, listen for shit that is going to relate to you, right? Because if you can relate to somebody talking, uh, you can, um, you just you're able to relate to the story a lot more and make it like personal, and it's going to help you remember, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you're like actively listening, and you're hearing these keywords and stuff, so that you can relate to it and understand, then it's easier to like continue the dialogue right i'm not talking so i'm not talking about just uh so i guess what i'm what i'm saying is like when you're having a just conversation with someone if you're listening and they're hitting keywords that you understand then you can like reiterate with them and, and make sure you're like following the same path you in 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 those scenarios you can without asking them for advice you can ask them how they dealt with that. Mm-hmm. So, so like, just, just this was just last, just Friday for me. Friday, I was in. Sorry, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wiscoria Coffee, I'm having conversation with a couple of the guys there. As they're talking and they're bringing something up, I'm like, "Oh, very cool. How does your company?" handle meetings because i want to get an idea of like uh when i start having meetings what's going to be like really effective you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying because we used to have meetings all the time uh when we were with stable living but i felt a lot of them went on too long Mm -hmm. and uh and and it it didn't help that we were all friends so we just fucking you would keep chatting and chat and bullshit, you know, and and so then the then your ten minutes of information is diluted by an hour of bullshitting, and by the time you leave, you forgot what the fuck the meeting was about. Yeah, and so 
And so when they were talking about like the work environment and stuff, I asked them about the meeting. And then as they like were telling me about, I was like, well, how do you feel that helps with your productivity and things like that? Just so I can get like, they get to talk about their business experience. Um, and so they get to, you know, chat about that stuff, but it's beneficial for me to hear it because I'm going to use that kind of stuff in my business. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing, I was in ordering materials on Friday and they just got a new system. And so he had mentioned something about the system as he's like, he's like, I'm sorry, like it's taking longer, you know, the new system. And I said, how's the implementation of the new system going, you know? And he tells me, and I'm like, okay, cool. I said, how is that system benefiting you guys and then he wanted and how it's going to benefit him and stuff and like who benefits the most from it right because mm -hmm. obviously there's yeah. other there's certain people in certain departments that it benefits more than others and then i was like well how like is that going to make a lot more work for the other people right and so by doing this dude like by by doing that you get knowledge that because like right now we're looking at implementing a system so it just so happens i'm talking to someone that they just got a new system put in so i'm asking how's it going who's it benefiting how is it hurting you know what i'm saying so that when we go to implement ours we can ask those same questions who does this benefit the most who does this hurt the most who's it going to speed up who's it going to slow down mm -hmm. you know what um why are we doing it at the end of the day, right? And so I'm just out collecting data and shit by having, by just having good conversations. Mm -hmm. But like, I wasn't going to bring up any of those things to any of those people, but the conversations brought us there. Yeah. And when we reached that part in the conversation, and the keyword was, oh, I'm sorry, we got the new system. I'm like, system, new system. Boom, you know, and we talked about the system. When when the the couple lenders I was talking to, um, when they were talking about, uh, they talk they they brought up um, they brought up how their bank involves the team. Yes. Okay. And I was like, bank involving team meetings is the first thing that came to my mind. So I'm like, bang, boom, boom. How do you guys do meetings? Go over the whole meeting thing. I said, okay, cool. Aside from the meetings, how do you guys build like rapport and all that, right? And then they brought it into how they have a couple times a year, they have full bank get-togethers, right? So just getting the full picture, which is all benefiting me. And will it benefit me next week or in a month? Most likely none of it will. But, but getting that knowledge and stuff so when we start doing team meetings or get togethers and shit like whether that's in a you whether it is in a, a month or a couple months or whatever it is i will have had that those conversations to implement mm -hmm. full circle so the people you're you're around um to be able to have those kind of conversations is important otherwise you're just talking to your buddy about what you guys the bar you went to friday night mm -hmm. Or the Halloween party, you know, where you guys got really drunk. 
Yeah. Jaffiel. Dude, I was just about to say Jaffiel. I know. God damn it. Um, so what do you got? What do you got about that, babe? Uh, I, I got lost in that rant. For, that wasn't really a rant. Sorry. Um, I got lost in that explanation, and I was just like, "What is our topic?" Today? <laughs> and then I, I, I got there. Uh, yeah. Not saying that was bad. It was just most people probably got lost in my ramblings. Sometimes. Uh, but yeah, it it just goes to show like. To keep in contact and like be friendly to those people that are helping you, um, and not not like helping you as in like coaching you or whatever, but like Sean goes to the lumber yard or whatever, and so having those conversations with them about their new system and like just those people that like you've made personal connections with on a business level, um. To ask them those types of questions and use use their knowledge and their mistakes and stuff like that. I mean, you, you talk to so many of those people quite frequently that uh, you're able to ask those questions and it not be, like, weird. Yes. I've built a rapport mm-hmm. with the... I'm not just like, yo, dude... Tell me about your system you just implemented or tell me about your bank's meetings and we've mm-hmm. never met before. Like it's taken, I mean, a couple of months of knowing them and, and conversing with them to be in that spot where you can do that. Right. Yep. That's cool. And some people it clicks faster, uh, like Jeff's landscaping. Yeah. Dude, I bet you, I bet you it was our, we had a mutual friend. We had met in passing once. Mm-hmm. Dude, it was probably 10 minutes before him and I were just like, boom, in the weeds. Yeah. Some people go faster than others, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so and so here here's the, here's the way to think about it for proximity of people. So this whole topic came about because Mason. Yes. Mason brought it up to me uh, about hanging out with the boys or hanging out with doers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not just hanging out with the boys, but hanging out with doers. So here it is. The people you spend the most of your time with, they better have something that you want. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, you know, physical shape, emotional. uh, Morals. uh, Morals. Morals and ethics. um, Relationship. Business. Health. Whatever it is, they need to... If they don't have at least one quality of something you're striving for, mm-hmm. you should not you should not spend the majority of your time with them. Right. So you know, say you got a hundred percent of your pie, right? And for people you spend your time with, and you got um let's just say fifty percent of the pie is your significant other. Mm-hmm. Then the other fifty percent, right, you gotta look at like filling up 80% of that 50% with like quality. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, like going to the Whiskeria coffee, going to a networking event, go- going to Whiskeria, mm-hmm. things like that. Even just like having people that you can like text and call and like keep in contact that way too, I think. 100%. Very helpful. Absolutely. Um, and so, and so. I guess, like for an example, we have we have a friend Bernie. I just chat with him a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got like 
nothing to gain, you know, uh, oh, you know, older, older gentleman and, and his wife. And we don't really have, I mean, we can gain a lot of, I think, uh, marital advice. From no, them. that's, yeah, that's Probably exactly good. the point I'm going. And so like I, we've met, we met these people and, uh, we just adored them. They, they've been together for, I think close to 70 years. They or, or sorry, close to 60 years. Yeah. Close to 60 years they've been together. Uh and and they got a wonderful family. Um and they really enjoyed their lives. Mm-hmm. They were smart. Uh he had a business, sold a business. Um still like did like a consulting. Yeah. Um but really his whole thing is his like their their uh, him and his wife, their their life revolved around the family unit, mm-hmm. and uh, and I guess what we have to gain by being their like friends is really just seeing how they did that. You know how they like how they prioritize family, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, because you'll call them and they'll be like, "Oh, you know, having." Sunday dinner like we always do. Absolutely. Like it's so neat. Absolutely. Um and so it's it's like it's that part of the thing, right? So, you know, in a couple of weeks we're going to go get dinner with them just because it's nice to be in the presence of them. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're great people and it's great to be there to learn mm-hmm. from people that we look up to um yeah. in that area. Um and so but then but then there's like People like that we look at in like business, like Josh and Audrey, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, if we get together with them, anything like that, that's very much where like they have done things uh, professionally that we look up to, you mm-hmm. know, and so that'd be another thing. And they, they're also a good uh, family unit, family yeah. first, um, family first and, and like life first. And so, you know, when you look at that, they really have got like three things going that we are interested in, you know, fulfillment of life, family, profession. And so spending time with them is a, a, a good thing, right? Yeah. And so I guess just kind of like taking an audit, taking yeah. an audit of who you spend the most of your time with and do they have something for you to gain? For you to, you know, as bad as that sounds, for you to gain. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they don't, you you don't have to cut them out by any means, but just limit your exposure to them. Mm-hmm. Or just know that, like, yeah, yeah, limit your exposure. Yeah. Well, yeah, just know, like, know that the more time you spend with them doing those things is more time you are held back from mm-hmm. possibly getting what you want in life. Yeah. Fulfilling very, your vision. We're very impressionable species. So like it's just so easy where if someone's doing one thing, then most likely the people around them will also do that thing. Like smoking. Oh dude. I mean that's how I picked up smoking. My one, f- couple one. couple of my best buddies were smoking. Mm-hmm. And then I bet you the whole group was. Just about. Yeah, there was a few of us, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure there was. Yeah. The whole group didn't, you know, there were some, some strong eggs there, but 
there's a good amount of us smoking. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's it's uh it's powerful. It's powerful for sure. Yeah, it is. Especially like fucking drills. Oh my god. Uh yeah, the power of smoking at drills was crazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just uh it's it's a good thing to keep in mind mentally if Yeah. When you're hanging out with people um when you're trying to decide like oh should i go hang out with this person or this person well which one is going to bring you more value yeah dude i mean here like uh, when let's do like uh when ryan and i first started hanging out mm-hmm. uh when i w- when we were 20 we first started like hanging out quite a bit when we were 20 fuck dude we held each other accountable mm-hmm. uh you know we we'd go to to the library together to to do work uh, to to do like our school work we'd go to the gym together we'd fucking eat half our meals together like we did thing after thing after thing together um to like better ourselves and and how we wanted to better ourselves Mm -hmm. and then boom uh we start a business together you know and so the the proximity of being around it if him and i hadn't already been doing those things together and building each other up we wouldn't have start there wouldn't there wouldn't have been that business yeah you know business wouldn't have existed and so it's there's it, it could take a while and it could you you so i guess what i'm saying is you could end up being fulfilled through proximity of people in other ways than expected Mm -hmm. but there was still like a mutual gain for both of us training partners someone to push uh you know two people make sure you you getting your food in and shit going to the library together getting schoolwork done shit like that you know and so uh yeah it's just there's there's a lot of other pros Mm -hmm. you know to it and so just doing an audit on the people you spend your time with is big yeah and competition is good like it's uh there was an article i didn't tell you about this there was an article that came out that said like is competition good or bad it's the stupidest shit i've ever heard yeah and it was a uh, gary v who was responding to it and he's just like this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen 100 percent. um yeah so competition is very good for us as a human species like we've always been um uh pushed and uh drawn towards competition but you got to think like hunters and gatherers like the the person that hunted the prey first got it 100 percent. like there's always always competition competition of like um finding a partner like a spouse right if i started slacking at some point before we got married i'm sure you would have been like okay i probably should go find someone better one thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, and not saying like everything. Nah, pretty close to everything should be a competition. I would say, because you want to, you should want to be the best at every part of your life. Yeah, yeah, you should. And a lot of the times, the competition's just with your your past self. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, competi- business is competition lifting is competition jujitsu 
it, it it's work. Your work. regular work should just work be is a competition. competition. Yeah, hundred. They, dude, Menards. Menards had the fucking thing. You know who ha- who's doing the most pallets per hour? Mm-hmm. Who got the most pallets for the day? You know, like who loaded the most amount of trailers? Who un- unloaded the most amount of trailers? There was like it was a competition every day you went to work. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing one thing I like that the Chippewa Falls 3D does is they at the end of every month have a thing that shows how many times everyone went to the gym. Yeah. Um, or like the top whatever, if you made it over 20 times or whatever. When I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. training that momentum, I didn't do burpees. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But there was a 30-day burpee competition. And I I think I finished like top three or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I go in and there's like, there's a burpee competition. And I was like... Okay, well, what do I got to do to sign up? And they're like, you can put your name on the board. And I'm like, cool. I'm a fucking win. And I just started doing burpees. I would do burpees in between every set of everything. It didn't matter. I started the day out with like 50 burpees. Did five to 10 burpees in between every set of everything. And then I would just do sets of burpees. And then I would do burpees at the end of the workout. And I... The competition of the fact of like, I don't care who like who else is in this gym. I'm gonna do burpees. So I'm sick of fucking burpees, mm-hmm. dude. Because I mean, how many more burpees do you think the people below you did because you were up there? Uh, you know, I think it got. Uh, I actually, I actually think it went the other way. I think it got to a point that people are like, "This isn't even. This isn't even fair anymore. This isn't even a like. This ain't a competition." Right. Um, was there only something for first place and that's it no i don't even know if you got i don't even remember what the i didn't even give a fuck like i don't even know what the first place prize was i just wanted bragging rights that's it and i don't even remember if i took first or not all i remember is like uh yeah that's all i cared about it's just like you know i love that for you um and uh, I don't even remember how many I ended up doing. All I know is there was one point when we were looking at the board and I heard one of the CrossFitters say, like, this is just stupid. Like, it's not even, like, why would I even try? And I was just, like, taking his soul, man. Taking his soul. So, yeah. They could have a possible run. But <laughs> Brooke told me her and her and uh, uh, Angie. Angie lives near us, right? Yeah. That way. Yeah. Angie. Um, her and Angie did like a little a little competition, you mm-hmm. know. First one to do a certain amount of like air squats, burpees, and miles walked or something ran or like something, that, yeah. right? And it's a weekly competition. And she told me it and it was like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I think maybe it would have been like 500 air squat. I'm I'm just throwing out some numbers. All I remember is it was 10 miles, Mm -hmm. 10 miles, you know, and then a certain amount of, it was in the hundreds of air squats and something else, lunges or something, right? Mm -hmm. Push-ups. It was push-ups. Got it. It was, you know, a certain amount, a few hundred push-ups, a few hundred air squats, whatever. And I was like, oh, can I join? And she's just like, no. And I'm like, I'm like, 
what do you mean? And she's like, okay, fine, but you, you can't just do it all in one day. And I was like, well, I don't want to do it. And she's like, that's just dumb. And I, she, I was like, she said something. She's like, I want it. She's like, I hated that I had to come into work today because she was just going to get it the rest of the shit done. This mm-hmm. was like on, on Thursday or whatever. And um, I was like, when's this start? And she's like, every Monday. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I would just take Monday off of work and I'd win. And I just work Saturday. Right. And she's just like, that's not fair. And I'm like, yeah, no, but I would win. <laughs> I am probably not the right person to spend your time with mm-hmm. is what I'm getting at if you want. Uh, a a healthy challenge because mm-hmm. I'll typically take it unhealthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. The best way to for me to convince Sean to do something is to be like, "Bet, bet you won't do it." So stupid, dude. So stupid. I remember um, the, how I went skydiving. Mm-hmm. A couple of my friends were like, "Hey, Sean, want to go skydiving?" And I was like, "No." They're like, "Bet you won't go skydiving." And I was like, "Bitch, bet." Skydiving that weekend. Mm-hmm. Bam. Yeah, you're the easiest person to get <laughs> so dumb. get to do anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're obviously doing these things, comparing or thinking about people around, everyone's competition is different. So, like, do keep that in mind. Like, what you want in values in a person are probably completely different than what Sean and I want in a person. Yes, yes, yes. It's just yes. something you got to determine yourself. 100%. Can I, like, just go off on a little thing real quick? Enjoy. Um, so I was watching, uh, Rogue posted something of the invitational and so many people were commenting on it like, oh, cause it was about Danny uh, Spiegel. It was her doing the one event we saw and, uh, no deadlift. She was doing her deadlift and so many people were commenting on it just like, when are we, like, going to, like, realize that these women aren't women? Um, obviously, they don't drug test. And then a ton of people are just like, that wasn't a rep. Why did they count that? that was, that's not a sure. rep. And it was just so interesting because then there was some people that are just like, well, because it's CrossFit. Like, and I was, like, thinking about it, and I was like, that's that's so true because, so like, you have boxing and you have MMA. Yeah. They're both fighting. Yeah. But obviously you can't kick people in boxing. 100%. But you can kick people in MMA. 100%. It's the same with powerlifting and CrossFit. They're both lifting. 100%. Can't hitch in powerlifting, but you can in CrossFit. Right. So it it was just very interesting to like see all these people that are just like, oh, you can't do that. That doesn't count. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, come on, guys. Well, different, different rules. It's a different game. Yeah. People really struggle with that. Uh, with just like the knowledge be and and it that shit will sometimes bother me and then i have to remind myself like oh it doesn't it's different mm-hmm. you know because the pull-ups you know like the pull-ups and yeah, shit yeah, the yeah. kipping pull-ups you know when we first when that first got on the scene because i um i was turned on to crossfit in 2012 mm-hmm. and uh and when i first saw that um i was like this is stupid mm-hmm. this is really like this shouldn't be a thing and I was like, you know, you do your pull-ups like this to get strength. But then as we went, I started realizing it's not – it as like I went to CrossFit gyms and stuff later on. It was like 2014, 15, stuff like that. Um, 
it has nothing to do with building muscle. Mm -mm. You build your muscle. I I guess this is like, this is with so many sports. You know, you could think like football, um, any sort of fighting, Mm -hmm. um, any sport pretty much. You lift your weights, however you build your muscle, whatever you do for your sport. Mm -hmm. And then your sport dictates dictates the rules yeah and so i remember a lot of the baseball guys they would never train chest that makes sense makes a lot of fucking sense mm-hmm. um yeah because you don't want to strain your shoulders at all yeah no, no don't don't want to build up extra mass on yeah. your chest you don't want to build up uh you don't yeah you don't want any like tightness in your shoulders shit like that yeah so it made a lot of sense um and that was something when I got into weightlifting, I I quit powerlifting when I got into weightlifting and I lifted for weightlifting. Mm-hmm. And that is what ended up fucking me in the brain mentally is because I went from powerlifting, which is like a lot of powerlifting you do bodybuilding mm-hmm. to have the size, the muscle yeah. bellies to build more, to like have stronger muscle and shit Mm -hmm. and so powerlifting i had very developed chest you know um i was actually kind of lean you know i had a lot of i i held i looked strong yeah big lats you know i looked like a fucking man Mm -hmm. then when i got into weightlifting it was squatting every day and fucking Swinging a bar around. And swinging a bar. So it was like pretty much I did back Mm -hmm. and I did legs. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't really do much arms or chest. It's more about getting the movement down versus being strong. Well, 100%. So the only thing I really wanted, I didn't want any tight chest. I wanted strong shoulders, strong back. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I, I, I would train abs, but I didn't like stay lean. So I had a power belly. I didn't have ch- a chest, uh, but I had these fucking monstrosity of legs oh, yeah. and a big old ass. Um, but what eventually like killed me inside was I like after a couple years of doing that, looking in the mirror and seeing like no chest, mm-hmm. a fucking little gut, and. Uh, and, and like skinny arms. Yeah. And I just couldn't fucking do it, dude. Mm. Couldn't fucking mentally. Well, yeah. I mean, it was just so funny, like, reading. I love just reading the comments of people because it really shows people ignorance of, like, the sports and whatnot. And it's just like, first off, they're lifting way more weight than you ever fucking could. Oh, dude, 100%. And, like, people had to explain, like, in CrossFit, it's just... Can you get the weight up? 100%. Doesn't matter. Like, Alex Kazan, she would drop the bar, even though they told her not to. But they told her not to because it, they were expensive steel plates. Right. Not because it would count as a no rep. Right. Yep. Because um, people are ripping on her for that, for dropping the bar. And it's just like, no, they just have to get it up. Right. And it's just like, because those are, powerlifting and CrossFit, just two completely different things. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was just, and I know that was kind of a little gym rant on us, but that just goes to show, right, like, your sport's going to be different than our sport. Your rules are going to be different than our rules. Yes. 
that's adorable. Yeah. And she so and so the people and the things you want in life, right, are going to be different than Sam and mine. Mm. So yeah, we're 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 we say it all the time. We're just here to help give you a general knowledge and guidance, um, and help push you in the right direction, in your right direction. Yeah. Um. One last thing on the gym shit. Ooh, and also, if someone tells you like, "No, you're wrong," or whatever, just remind them like, "It's my game. It's my rules, not yours." Go ahead. Yeah, that that's true. Mm-hmm. Depends on what they're wrong about, but yeah, for most shit, you're mm-hmm. right. Um, I pee a lot, mm-hmm. and lately, I uh. I don't remember what reminded me of it, but I was like, oh, yeah, salt. I reminded you. You reminded me of salt? Yeah, because I took some and you're just like, oh, yeah, I should do that. That's right. Yeah, I saw you take a handful of salt. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, dude. So, boom, I've been taking salt for like mm-hmm. five days now. Celtic sea salt, too, by the way. Celtic and pink Himalayan. Yes. Well, we, we do the, the sprinkle on our tongues with Celtic. Celtic sea salt. Yeah, but my pink Himalayan salt, about mm-hmm. five, four or five times a day, I just... Oh, do you really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Jesus, anyways. And uh, I just, you know, get them all full of it. And, uh, dude, that fucking helps. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've i been retaining water. I haven't had to get up in the middle of the night to piss. Um, I'm if- not getting, like, cramps or anything. Yeah. You know, I feel a lot better when I'm, like, working out. Um, yeah, so yeah, TikTok or not TikTok, Instagram can be an amazing place. Um, you know, who the first person I heard about all this, Barbara O'Neill, Stan Efferding. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I believe I heard it from Barbara O'Neill again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your body, um, in order to retain water, you need to have salt in your system because the salt helps open up your red blood cells to get more air and water in them. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that was why. Um, yeah, the or the salt I think binds to the water, which helps get it into like your your blood cells. Okay. Which obviously then it goes throughout your body, and it's so true because I noticed during seventy five hard, I would like drink water, and I'm a chugger. I just naturally am a chugger. Sean's a sipper. Like I usually drink half a glass, eight ounces of water in one go because that's just what I like to do. Um, and it was just. I hated it because literally I would be like peeing clear after by like 10 a.m. And I was just like, I know I shouldn't be like, I know there's probably still lots of stuff in my system that needs to flush out, but I, I didn't have enough salt in my body for my body to actually retain the water. Right. Um, so it was just literally going through me and not taking anything out like it's supposed to. Right. So uh, it's very, it, I know people say, tell you that salt's bad for you, but it's not. Oh, salt's great for you. Well, mm. good salt is great for you. Yeah. Um, pink Himalayan salt's really good for you. Celtic sea salt is really mm-hmm. good. Um, iodized salt is supposed to be good for you because there's not really many ways you can get iodine in your system. But a lot of that salt now has, like, microplastics in it. Yeah, you're better off taking an iodine supplement. Yeah. Um, or you can uh, put iodine on your skin just directly. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, th- those are some really good ones. Celtic sea salt I really like because um, it does have, like, 29 other essential minerals in it, too. I don't know about pink Himalayan. I just it's like, like fucking 60. 
Is it 60? Fuck yeah. I don't know. Okay. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Da, 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 da. Some gym stuff for you. Random gym info. It relates to different competitions. Sure. Um, let's wrap this up because I got to fucking sleep. Audit your friends. Audit your acquaintances. Who you spend the most time with. Learn from them. Learn from the people you want to be like. Mm -hmm. Even if it's only one aspect of their life, learn about that one aspect to help implement it into your life. Um, Always be learning. Always be growing. Don't just fucking stay in limbo. It ain't going to benefit you. Mm. Even like following people on Instagram, follow people you want to be like. 100% dude. And absorb their content because most of the time their content is beautiful right sweet all right gang thanks for tuning in we'll catch you on the next one see ya